Can learning transform your life? This is Impact Learning with Maria Zinedu, a podcast where you will hear personal stories about how we learn, work, and live in the connection economy. Together with her guests, she will teach you to design your learning journey and create the life you want. Hi, it's Maria, and you are listening to Impact Learning. As I promised last week, I'm back on the mic today to continue sharing with you my story as I'm creating the next chapter in my life and work. In the previous episode, number 25, I talked about the three decisions I made in 2017. First, to close my corporate career chapter after 20 years. Second, to work as a freelance advisor. And third, to explore further how I can create impact with my work. Today, we will do a deep dive in 2018, the year I decided to go back to school and learn how to be helpful to others through my work, experience and skills. You will listen to stories about how I learned through exploration and discovery, by taking one step at a time and learning by doing my work, by connecting with others who are on the same journey with me, and then deciding on my next learning step. During this episode, you will learn how to design your learning journey so you can do meaningful work and create the life you want. Why is this important for all of us right now? For one simple reason. The way we learn and do our work today is changing rapidly. You may be a student who has not figured out yet what you may want to do when you grow up, or a professional during a career transition, or you might be working at a corporation or for the government. In any case, you are the kind of person who wants to know how you will prepare yourself for the future of work. And even if you are not planning to change anything in your career until your retirement, still, Understanding how learning and work are changing is essential. 40 years ago, I was a student and I was fortunate enough to attend public schools, university and grad school. I decided to become a chemist and study material science and then I became a corporate employee. While I changed my mind a few times and followed different paths, more or less, I followed a roadmap that many of us did. But let's look at the world today. If we are willing to observe it closely, we know that it is changing faster than we think. And we know that we need to prepare for the future of work. To do this, we need to decide what it is that we need to learn and identify the best learning resources. Just a couple of years ago, I would never think of the possibility to be talking to you on my podcast today. 
I did not know most of the things that I know today about the future of learning and work. But most importantly, I did not have the experience that I have today that I obtained over the last two years. What I know now is that today we have more choices than we had a few decades ago, which means we have more access to learning opportunities than ever before. And we have more power today to design our own learning journey, to leverage the learning resources and continue to evolve our skills, to take full ownership of our life and work, to do work that matters. And yes, we don't have to follow the path that others designed for us. We can explore and discover our own path. I cannot tell you what this path might look like for you. I can only share my learning journey in 2018 that brought me to where I am today. I hope that my story will trigger some thoughts about what you might want to learn and how you may want to explore and design your learning journey. Let's dive right in. First, I want to talk about two things that I did in 2017 that prepared me well to be able to go back to school in January of 2018. The first one is about a decision I made that gave me all the freedom I needed to design my learning journey. I kept my freelance work that pays the bills and my learning separate. Let me explain. To allow ourselves to explore with an open mind alternative ways we can learn and create impact, we have to get the money topic out of the way. I know that this is not always an option, but it's one worth exploring. The fact that I could pay the bills while I was learning and exploring new things gave me peace of mind peace of mind that I would not have to go back to corporate. This choice helped me take care of my basic needs and simplified the rest of my decisions. Don't take me wrong, I'm not financially independent. I still need to work, but I am able to keep financial matters and my learning separate from each other, at least for now. The second topic that I want to talk to you now is about removing the external noise, also known as the status quo voice. What do I mean by that? As I started exploring how to create impact to the society with my work, family members and friends would often ask me why I don't focus on my freelance work and simply donate to organizations that support education. Other friends question my choice to go back to school to build more skills. In their eyes, I had all the skills and experience I needed to be a successful advisor. Some of these discussions happened around the summer and fall of 2017. I know that my family and friends meant well, because I know that they care for me. At the same time, I also realized 
that I had to create boundaries around what I shared with some of them. Most importantly, I had to create buckets that I would put their comments and questions in and I would not attempt to explain my choices to them because I had made my choice. I wanted to use my skills and experience to be useful to other people. I was determined to create impact with my work and I was going to explore how to do this beyond making a donation to a non-profit organization. I knew I was capable of creating impact in more ways than the conventional ones. The question I was asking myself was how do I create impact with my work? That's a big question and so I had to break it down to a set of questions that guided me to make the right choices. These questions are broad enough and can be used by any of us at any stage of our life and work. Our answers will guide us to make decisions to be able to do meaningful work and build the life we want. Here are the questions. What do I care about? What am I interested in? How can I contribute to others? What problems can I solve with my experience, skills and personal story? What do I need to learn? What do I need to unlearn that doesn't serve me anymore? Which skills do I need to cultivate further? What new skills do I want to develop? What kind of experience will allow me to continue to grow? How do I lead myself through the time that I'm figuring out all these things? What kind of support do I need to be able to play the long game? You can add more questions, but these are the questions that I used a lot and I kept answering them and reading and reflecting on my answers throughout my journey. Now I want to share with you my answers to these questions one at a time. So the big question is how do I create impact with my work? What do I care about? What's my why? What is my deep purpose? This one relates to my personal story. Those of you who have listened to the first episode of the Impact Learning Podcast might know that uh, I was born and raised in a working class family in Athens, Greece. I was fortunate enough to attend public education and go through university and grad school. While it was a lot of work that brought me to where I am today, I know that it was my education that opened up doors and created opportunities for me to build a better life than my grandparents and parents that did not have access to education the way I did. So creating impact for me simply means helping others to learn, giving them access to learning resources, 
teaching them how to design their learning journey so they can do work they are proud of and build a meaningful life. Next question is what am I interested in? I love learning and I love learning by doing the work. I also love learning with others and from others. I enjoy discussing my ideas with other people. Above all, I love solving problems and being helpful to other people. Help them move their work forward. So how can I contribute to others? What kind of problems can I solve with my experience, skills and story? These are questions that I had not defined before I went back to school in 2018. Together with them, I kept asking myself, what do I need to learn? What are the aspects of the future of learning and work that I need to understand better? Especially the new and emerging ways of learning. And what about all the other things that I needed to unlearn because they did not serve me well? Things like marketing and business related to large corporations that I spent my career at. These things were not relevant for what I was about to start doing. So what did I need to unlearn? I thought a lot about the skills. What skills do I need to cultivate further? Skills like leadership, building teams, teaching and coaching. Other skills like my learning ability, creativity and curiosity, growth mindset. And last but not least, skills like my ability to build intimate human connections and collaborate with people from all walks of life. These skills had served me very well while I was building my corporate career. So I knew I wanted to keep cultivating them and developing them further. What about new skills? What new skills did I need to develop? How could I start building a community of people who are not part of the system, like the corporate system that I was used to? How do I find the people who are on the same journey with me? People like me who are now freelancers, entrepreneurs, and they are exploring new ways of learning and doing the work. We are part of the long tail. So how do we find each other? Another very important question is, what kind of experience will allow me to continue to grow, continue to learn, but also continue to grow as a person? And what does this environment look like? I know it's not corporate, but what does it look like? How do I find this environment and how do I immerse myself in this kind of community and environment? How do I lead myself through a time that I will be figuring out all these things? I know that I cannot do this alone. Self-reliance is not enough for a journey like the one that I'm about to start. How do I seek and obtain support during the learning curve, the dip 
and the resistance that I'm about to experience during 2018. How do I prepare myself mentally for my learning journey? How do I stay healthy mentally, emotionally, physically for the long game? Many of the people I had met and I continue to meet do not take care of their health as much as they need to. But the kind of work that freelancers, entrepreneurs do is not for the faint of heart. Being healthy physically, emotionally, mentally is very important so we can keep doing our work, create impact and stay healthy. So these were the questions I was asking myself as I was approaching the end of 2017 and I was preparing myself to go back to school in January of 2018. Time to get into the specifics of my go back to school year in 2018. I attended three online workshops and coached in another one. I read more than a hundred books. I met hundreds of people who are on the same journey with me and are now part of my newly built network. Many of them are among the best friends I have and I only met them in 2018. Let's talk about each of the workshops now. After exploring a range of online learning resources, including executive MBA, leadership and marketing programs, I finally landed on the old MBA. A quick pause here to tell you a story that's worth sharing. The same week I left my corporate job in February of 2017, I came across the blog of Seth Godin. If you don't know who Seth Godin is, he has written 19 books, and he has one of the most famous blogs in the world. He has been teaching us marketing that changes the culture, and his most recent book is called This is Marketing. A few years ago, he started building online workshops that they are not like any of the other courses you find online. They are called Akimbo Workshops, and they teach us most of the skills we need to learn to prepare ourselves for the future of work. They are not your conventional courses that we learn by watching videos. They are actually based on learning by doing specific project work and on learning with and from others. I visited the old MBA website in 2017 and I saw that it is designed for people who want to level up. In his blog and books, Seth has been talking about solving problems and helping other people. So I considered it. I considered it for a few months and then I applied. And one day, I received an email from Seth Godin that I was in. In January of 2018, I started a four-week sprint online program that I did not get any agenda or curriculum for. Instead, I got a set of books to read before the workshop. I'm not going to lie here and hide the tension that I was feeling 
as I was approaching January. Going into the workshop, I was very comfortable with my writing because I was writing and journaling for many years. But not the kind of writing we had to do now. It was intense and often felt rushed. But my fellow travelers were genuinely interested in what I had to write. They wanted to know more about my story and my ideas. They were prompting me to look deeper and tell better stories. But we had to do our work under very tight deadlines and that created a lot of tension for me. It made me feel vulnerable. I was not accustomed to sharing my thoughts before they were fully crystallized inside my head. So my writing felt raw and unfinished. The responses of the other students to my writing were beyond encouraging. Not only did they help me develop and evolve my ideas, but they also showed me how to start envisioning a new way forward for my work. They encouraged me to stop hiding behind my fears, the ones that my former corporate life was feeding my head. Never before had I received the level of support I was getting from these wonderful human beings. The old MBA experience showed me how to be vulnerable in my storytelling, how to use tension and empathy to guide others to create change in their lives, how to help them see the connections I was seeing in the future of learning and work. These four weeks marked the beginning of my transformation into a writer who could instigate change through my words. Writing was giving me a new voice that I could shape into a powerful tool with which to seek human connection and to create meaningful change. During this four-week sprint, I explored my full potential with no limits whatsoever. I discussed my ideas about the future of learning. I did a ton of work. I also strengthened further my skills. I level up my leadership, as well as my peer coaching skills. I learned to build trust through empathy and generosity. A day before the commencement, I received a bonus gift. I was the recipient of the Walker Award. That is an award selected by the students, and it is given to the student who contributed the most to the growth of others. I cannot tell you how humbled and overwhelmed I felt on that day. I was recognized by my fellow students as the person who made the most impact to their development. That meant the world to me. I realized that serving others was the best way to figure out how to learn to be useful to others. The old MBA had delivered precisely what it promised to show me how to level up, find out my unique skills, work on them, make them stronger, and explore new ways to create impact on other people.
on graduation day, I made a promise to myself to never stop writing and sharing my work the way I did during the old MBA. The best way to do that was to stay connected to this generous community that made me feel seen, heard and understood. And so I joined the Java accountability writing groups with other writers from all walks of life. Also, a few weeks after graduation, together with a few other old MBA alumni, we started a mastermind group to discuss matters related to education and the future of learning and work. More than a year and a half later, both these groups, the accountability and the mastermind group, are going strong and I'm very grateful to be sharing my journey with people that I call friends and fellow travelers. How did the old MBA affect my life and work? Three words. It changed everything. In just four weeks, I immersed myself in a community of generous people who are on the same journey with me. I figured out a new way to do my work and help other people by contributing to their work. I learned how to start creating impact in ways that I had not experienced before. And I learned to seek support to keep going. The old MBA experience poisoned me in a positive way. I wanted to continue to explore learning by doing this kind of project work. I wanted to dig deep and learn more about the new kind of marketing, the one that creates change as we move from the big brands to the long tail. Fortunately, Seth Godin had developed the marketing seminar for people like me. People who want to learn how to use marketing to create products and services that solve problems and help other people. Change makers who want to create an impact with their work. The marketing seminar is officially 100 days long, but we were able to work on our projects much longer than that. During the seminar, I was able to expand on my ideas about impact learning and start working on specific projects. And this is what's unique about the marketing seminar, but also all the other Akimbo workshops. I was able to work on specific projects. I did work on real problems. I saw what was possible. I explored new ideas about creating impact. While I connected with other people who were going in the same direction with me. And that helped me build the foundation to do the work I wanted to do. I learned a lot of skills during the marketing seminar. Here are the most important. Tell stories that create change. Get customers by serving my audience. Position my product or my service so that it is truly remarkable. See opportunities to create value in the marketplace. Learn to communicate in ways that resonate and spread. And overall, 
understand the massive shifts from the old marketing and advertising to the world we live in today. The marketing seminar is by far the best marketing learning experience for me because I learned together with others by doing real work, solving problems and offering insights to other people to help them do their work. Let's talk about the Podcasting Fellowship. I was actually in the middle of the marketing seminar in April when I saw the announcement that Seth and his producer of the Akimbo podcast, Alexandra Di Palma, were going to run a summer fellowship on podcasting. Up to that point, I had never considered creating a podcast. And to be honest with you, the main reason I decided to enroll was because I wanted to learn a new skill, that is podcasting, and also experience an online workshop in its infancy. I was very curious about it. I trusted Seth and Alex to provide a great learning experience, and it was. I learned how to record my voice, edit audio clips, mix music, and many more technical skills. During the workshop that lasts five weeks, I decided to create a podcast and call it Impact Learning. At first, I was planning to do solo episodes, like the one I'm doing today, that I have the mic and I don't have a guest. However, a big part of what we learned on the workshop was about interviewing guests. And again, without this being my primary goal, I thought I would try a few interviews to get the experience. Listen to that. It only took a couple of interviews for me to realize that my interest in audio storytelling was beyond telling my own story. I wanted to tell the stories of those who are disrupting the way we learn and work today and in the future. And so I decided to make this the primary focus of the Impact Learning podcast and provide others with a platform to tell their stories. When I look back at my podcasting fellowship experience, by far the most favorite part of the workshop was the human interactions with others who aspired to be podcasters. Not only did I enjoy being part of the community, but I also realized how important it is for anyone who wants to do creative work to be surrounded by others who are on the same journey. Any kind of original work, including podcasting, is not for the faint of heart. And we cannot make it on this journey alone. During last summer, and uh, while I was in the middle of the workshop, a personal health matter came up, something that I had to take care of, and required my full attention. And so I decided to not stress myself and uh, delay the launch of the podcast. For a couple of months after the workshop ended, I did not think about it much, but I did miss the community a lot. Thankfully, Seth and Alex decided to run the podcasting fellowship again last October, and they invited me to join as one of the coaches. 
I was thrilled about it. Of course, I said yes immediately. I continued to hone on my podcasting skills while coaching new students and I was really getting immersed in this very generous community. While I had not yet launched Impact Learning, it was motivating to see the work of others becoming podcasters and many of them were developing into good friends who wanted to see me become a podcast host. That not only helped me keep pushing forward with my personal health matter, but also gave me all the support I needed to decide to launch my Impact Learning podcast at the beginning of 2019. We will continue to discuss the Impact Learning podcast because it's such a big part of the work I'm doing in 2019. I want to leave you with a summary of the lessons I learned in 2018, the year that I went back to school. Not the traditional kind of school, but the one that Seth Godin created for people like me. Here we go. To design our learning journey through exploration and discovery, first we need to identify what we want to learn and the kind of environment we want to immerse ourselves into. Also, the skills and experience we want to develop. This will lead us to specific learning resources. For some of us, this step may include some experimentation. I learned that it pays off to take some risks and choose emerging learning tools and resources. Also, it's a good idea to try learning a completely new skill. It will stretch you like nothing else. If possible, keep work and learning separate. Create space and time for learning and keep the external noise, the status quo, at a distance to be able to focus on learning and doing the work. Connect with others who are on the same journey. Engage in a community of learners like us. People who want to lead change and create impact. Learn together and learn by doing our work together. The best way to identify our unique skills is by solving problems and being of service to other people. This will guide us to do meaningful work that we are proud of. It turns out this is also the best way to build trust and gain support from people who tomorrow may be our clients. Twenty eighteen was the year that I went back to school. It reminded me of nineteen eighty eight, thirty years ago, when I was preparing to get into the university. I never worked as hard as I did that year. But getting into the university thirty years ago changed my life. I had a very similar experience in twenty eighteen. During four online workshops and a ton of reading and writing, I was able to develop most of the skills that I'm using today as I'm building my portfolio career. This is still work in progress as I continue to learn 
by doing my work in 2019. I know that I'm only at the beginning of my impact learning journey. And I cannot wait to share with you what I'm learning through coaching and podcasting in 2019 and how I'm building my project portfolio. We will talk about these two projects and the skills I'm building as I create impact with my work in the next episode. I hope you found this episode useful. If you enjoy listening to Impact Learning, I would appreciate if you would share it with your friends who are interested in the future of learning and work. You could also leave us a review on iTunes or your preferred podcast platform. A new episode of Impact Learning will be published every Thursday. Thanks for listening. And remember, we can talk about learning, we can design it, or we can do both. This is Impact Learning. I'm your host, Maria Zenidou. Till next time.